0: Hello, Oregon. It's Wednesday, April 29th. This is Elliott News with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Nearly all of the Oregonians who have died of COVID-19 were reported to have underlying medical conditions. On Tuesday, the Oregon Health Authority released the most detailed view yet of exactly what conditions were most prevalent. The health agency's examination of 73 coronavirus-related deaths in the state found that nearly 60% of those who died had heart disease. About half had a neurological or neurodevelopmental condition, and a third had diabetes. Seven new deaths reported on Tuesday brought the known toll in the state to 99. More than half of the coronavirus deaths in Oregon were linked to senior care homes. The U.S. Veterans Administration Hospital in Roseburg said this week it will address safety protocols after a leaked video showed the facility's director holding a flash mob last week, with more than a dozen employees dancing together. The video, obtained last week by The Oregonian and Oregon Live, showed facility director Keith Allen holding a boombox blaring Neil Diamond's Sweet Caroline and leading a parade of 16 staffers past clinical staff wearing hospital scrubs and into a small office space. There, they continued to dance in close proximity with one another, none maintaining the CDC's recommended distances or wearing masks. Three minutes into the video, one of the staff members finally notes there are too many people in the room, and the dance breaks up. The Roseburg VA healthcare facility has already had at least four COVID-19 cases. It has an infected staff member who was put on a ventilator at a Portland hospital, and it serves a vulnerable population of elderly veterans, many with pre-existing conditions. Outdoor recreation in the Pacific Northwest is slowly reopening, starting with state parks in Washington. Washington State Parks announced Monday that most park sites will remain open to the public for day use only, starting May 5th, more than a month after closing to help stop the spread of the coronavirus. The reopening will apply to state parks, wildlife areas, recreation land, and boat launches, the agency said. Campgrounds, visitor centers, and other overnight accommodations will remain closed until further notice. Oregon Parks officials said that state's reopening would look different. A spokesman for the Oregon Parks and Recreation Department said that when Oregon Parks do reopen to the public, they won't all open at once. Instead, the department will make a decision for each park based on staffing, supplies, and whether the local community is prepared to handle an influx of visitors. Oregon began accepting jobless claims from self-employed and gig workers on Tuesday, a little more than a month after President Donald Trump signed a law making those workers eligible for benefits. Self-employed workers and contractors usually don't pay into the unemployment benefits program and historically have not been eligible for claims. Congress changed that last month with the passage of the CARES Act, which broadened those who may receive jobless benefits during the coronavirus epidemic. However, Oregon and other states struggled to adapt aging computer systems to accept expanded benefit claims. That left thousands of workers without benefits during the first weeks of the pandemic. The program will pay claims retroactively and will be run by staff with special training on the expanded benefits. People can potentially be eligible for retroactive benefits as far back as February 2nd. The City of Portland said it's going to take a closer look at giving people walking or riding bikes ways to easily maintain social distancing, either by installing temporary barriers on some streets to slow down traffic by restricting vehicle access to other streets, or by creating pop-up bike and pedestrian areas in parts of town. Commissioner Chloe Daly, who oversees the Transportation Bureau, made the announcement on Tuesday afternoon. City officials said they could start making some of these changes, such as installing barriers or restricting vehicle access on so-called neighborhood greenways, as soon as next week. Other changes are likely weeks away. The proposed changes come as the city has seen a dramatic decrease in vehicle traffic, up to 50% in some areas, as a result of the coronavirus pandemic and dramatic social distancing guidelines. While traffic is down, speeding remains an issue, and safety for people walking and biking has been a concern for transit advocates for years. Last year, Portland saw its deadliest year for traffic fatalities since 1997. Portland officials watched in recent weeks as denser cities, including Seattle, Denver, New York City, and others rolled out detailed plans to give pedestrians and cyclists more real estate on city roads to help maintain social distancing. Thanks for listening. For more news, pick up a copy of The Oregonian or visit OregonLive.com.